Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Wow, our first two episodes. First, we learned the SEC is uh, illegal, apparently, according to the Fifth Circuit. We learned all about that. Then we talked about desperate syndicators and some crazy things I'm seeing. Video number three with Jonathan is I'm going to throw him some of my thoughts and opinions about 2022 and 2023, and I'm going to just let him react. How you doing, buddy? Great. I'm, so I'm looking forward to this. This is like the, the speed round. The yeah, the speed round. So uh, I think we're going to go right to the Fed funds, right? Okay. I think the Fed keeps raising rates until the Fed fund rates next summer is at 4%. They're not going to pause. They're just, they're not going to, they're going to let the stock market fall 30, 40, 50%. They can't relent. They got to beat inflation and they won't stop until the Fed fund rate is at 4%. What do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with this. I I think that, I mean, maybe they won't go quite as far, but I think they're going to continue raising because I think people are screaming about inflation and, uh, and, and they don't, and that's kind of their, when you talk about what their mandates are, it's yeah. price stability, right? And yeah, full think, employment. Yeah, yeah and, 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 and most likely when they did the taper tantrum before, they were uh, they didn't see any threat to price stability. Inflation no, was, inflation was sub 2%. Yeah. I went back yeah, and so looked. They figured, they figured like, yeah, it's okay. We can lower rates again. That's exactly market. right. The, yeah. the only reason they gave up on the taper tantrum wasn't because Wall Street was there and they're trying to bail out their buddies. It's because prices were stable, sub 2%. And unemployment was roughly six percent. They 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 said, okay, fine, we've got the other two covered. We'll do this. Yeah, that is not today. So a lot yeah. of people would buy the dip. I I have a lot of people on my channel. Like thirty percent of my commenters think I'm nuts. They all think the Fed's going to stop raising rates by like June. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, no. I mean, because listen, that. So the other thing too is that we've got like we're back to like record low unemployment. Right? Exactly, three point six. Nineteen forty two was the last time we were this low. Yeah, so we have we literally have inflation plus a really robust jobs market, and the Fed is now making pretty much the the opposite calculation that it made in the, t- the taper tantrum, which is that the the economy can sustain higher interest rates, and and we must raise rates because mm-hmm. it, because of where inflation is. We have to we have to recap we have to get price stability again. Mm-hmm. So and they they think that it won't cause a recession because the economy can absorb it, yep. and so. Um, you know, that, that remains to be seen, but I, I agree with you. I'm not sure. I don't know. Do, do they get to four? I don't know, but do they keep yeah, on raising? My opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, do they keep on raising? Yes. I, I believe they keep on raising until they feel that they've gotten inflation down to an acceptable level. Yeah. Right. So, uh, and, and wall street may yell and scream, but wall street be damned. Yeah. Cause at this point they're, they're, they're legal mandate. Although listen, you know, I, I guess the fed is a, the fed is a, constitutional creation so the fifth yeah. circuit can't yeah. get rid of the fed not yet but, not yet but um you know the yeah. uh okay but yeah, i think they will they will uh you know they'll continue raising so here here's another one this is mainly for apartments again i own apartments and homes 
I think apartment rent growth, when you look at over the next five to 10 years, let's just say 10 years, will be below trend. Uh, and again, I see trend again nationally quoted at three percent. I think we will we will be far closer to one percent when we we zoom out uh, until like you know twenty twenty nine. I think I think rent rent growth is going to disappoint given we've had so much the last two years. That is very interesting. I mean, I I think that um, well, listen, there, population growth is declining in the U.S. It's been declining for some time, right? So the imbalance that we currently have between supply and demand is going to work it's itself start out, up, right? Because there also is a lot of building going on. Exactly. Right. There's a lot of construction, um, and at the same time, we are starting to see the population sort of leveling off, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, whether it's one percent, I mean, really, I don't. You know, I'm going to disagree with you here. Cool. That's great. Because Part of the reason why you underwrite the three percent is because that's always been essentially the inflation rate, right? Mm -hmm. So, so I, I and I don't see. Uh, I, I think we're still going to have maybe we'll have a recession, but that's not going. We're not going to have like it's not going to last for years, right? It's okay. Yeah. Twenty four months, and we'll go back to rent growth. So I think okay. that that will probably still be more in the, the historical sort of two, two to three percent range, just because of regular inflation. And, mm -hmm. and if there's higher inflation, then it'll be higher. Okay. I like it. I love talking to experts because disagreement is good. Cause I, you know, I have a bias sometimes and I like to see the other side vacancies. A lot of people got addicted to record low vacancies. Again, I think over the next three to five years, we will see vacancies and bad debt collections go up significantly. And again, I think it will be above trend. I think most people write to 95, 96% occupancy. Uh, I think it's going to get worse. I think I think we've seen the records, and now we got to go to the other side. Well, I mean, these two things are connected, right? The rent growth and and vacancy levels, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, and I think that's I, I think vacancies are going to be really. Uh, I mean, the rents too, but vacancies are going to be really sort of market specific, mm -hmm. right? and sure. it really depends on the amount of building. And you know whether the, the building is keeping up or exceeding population growth, mm -hmm. and and there are so many factors that go. In, or I shouldn't say population growth; just say demand for apartments, because this yeah. is affected by all kinds of factors. Like if there's a recession, demand mm -hmm. is going to lessen. Like yep. if if, there, if people's wages go down, that's going to lessen demand. Like there's all sorts of things that go into this calculation, you know, and how much gets built, whatever. I think that uh, vacancies. I mean, I was actually just. Interestingly enough, looking, I was underwriting a deal before mm -hmm. we got on. Yeah. Call. And um, this is a, it's a property that's about you know, 60, 70 miles north of New York City. It's oh. a, an area that has, it's just very stable. It doesn't, it has like very, very slow population growth and it has for a very long time. There, there's no big cities there. There are some like decent sized towns and sort of 50,000, mm. you know. But the population of the, like the county itself is like six hundred thousand people, but there's no like, big, yeah. huge population center. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I was very interested. It has stats like when the uh, you know the the peak rent growth and peak rent declines and stuff like that. And of course, around the Great Recession, you had some rent declines, mm -hmm. um, but it was only like three percent decline, which was really surprising to me. Yeah, and in the um and in terms of vacancy like you just you didn't really see that much vacancy and the reason for that 
is because it's very hard to build. Yeah. Right? And so in markets where it's really hard to build, I think that you will, unless you have like accelerating population decline, right? You will maintain high occupancy just because the supply of property yeah. is, is, is not enough, right? I think the danger, now it's funny, part of one of the casualties of this long, long expansion that we've had is uh, a lot of, a lot of sort of like industry institutional knowledge has disappeared. Mm-hmm. So one of the yeah. things you talk about, so some of the, the, the you know, like Atlanta is one of the hottest markets in the world and Phoenix, one of the hottest markets out there, right? And the population growth is like really strong, mm-hmm. right? But it has been, it's, population growth is to, to Phoenix and to Atlanta is not significantly stronger now than it has been for several decades, right? Mm-hmm. It's just become really noticeable now because, uh, you know, it's been going on for such a long time and like the populations of those areas have really mm-hmm. swelled, but it's not like this is well, a new phenomenon. Well, I, I actually think it, I think it, there's actually a connection. I think the impressive, you know, Atlanta, you know, Florida, you know, Phoenix, Vegas, it's equally impressive because of who's losing. I think that's the, because California's had negative population for two years. That is new. Well, yeah, it's true. I mean, but but it's always been coming from the same places too, though, right? And there's also, it's also, I mean, another thing too that people don't really know. So where, to the extent that there is immigration, like where are those people going? It used to be that those people were going basically to New York, Los Angeles, whatever. Correct. Now they're going wow. to Atlanta or Phoenix. Exactly. Or whatever. So that's also boosting the population growth. But the point I wanted to make though, is that, is that there has been strong population growth in those places. For sure. Them, right. Sure. Ever since World War II, right? Correct. Essentially, Correct. Once air conditioning became a thing, people yeah. started moving south. Right? Exactly. It's and, easier to live inside. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, before yeah. that, like it, nobody it wanted to un- live there. Yeah, it was unbearable. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, air conditioning really changed the game. Uh, but anyway, the point I wanted to make is that it used to be like really common knowledge that like Atlanta and Phoenix and a couple of other places were just famous boom and bust markets. Mm-hmm. They were always overbuilt. In, in the up cycle. And then they had nasty crashes. And like Atlanta in the Great Recession had one of the worst crashes mm-hmm. in multifamily. But I'm not talking about, yeah, I mean, no, it also had a terrible crash in single family, but it, it, it like, it sucked wind, yeah. right? And for really badly, right? And mm-hmm. Phoenix did too. And, but all that sort of been like forgotten about. Now, yeah. maybe the population growth is now so, I and mean, I think this is what people are banking on, that like the population growth has been so strong that construction can't keep up. But I'm sure that that was the argument every every other time in the past too. Of course it was. Yes. So, yeah. so I so what I think you're going to see is that certain markets get overbuilt, and those markets will have higher vacancies. It happens every time. You know, it ha- it's just the real estate cycle. That's what builders happens. builders build until yeah exactly. Yeah, they build until they can't build anymore. They build until the banks stop giving them money. Exactly. Right? And then. You know, but a recession will cause them to stop giving them money, right? Yeah. And then, and then, then that'll, you know, building will stop, and the population increase will absorb those apartments over time, and then the banks will start lending again when absorption, you know, yeah. when, when vacancy levels fall to a certain a certain level. Mm-hmm. What what you'll see, you know, I think in in places like, you know, New York, is that it's just so freaking hard to build. Yeah. Uh, you know, like like New York City, you keep on talking about New York City is like losing population or whatever. I mean. 
the vacancy rate in New York City has not exceeded three percent. Yeah, since World you, War II, except for except for like last year once, yeah. right? But is not there is, the market is so tight here. Yeah, you're already back to record levels. I, I look at New York. My daughter yeah. lives out there all the time. So I yeah, and that. it's just it's like and so even these markets up in where I'm looking in up, upstate New York, the long term vacancy rate it's like one and a half percent. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, so well, here's the last stat I'll give you as we wrap up episode three. I think unemployment at least doubles by uh, the end of next year. So we'll go from 3.6 oh, yeah. to at least 7.2. That is a pretty out there. You're putting a stake in the ground. Michael. Yep, by the end of next year. So eight, yeah, I, 18 months. Well, that, that's going to involve, a, obviously, then you're calling for a, a pretty severe recession. I am. I'm calling for stagflation this year, which more and more people are agreeing with. And I call a recession either Q2 or Q3 or Q3, Q4 of next year. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I find that one a little hard to uh, awesome. believe, but yeah. we'll see what happens. There you go. Hopefully I'm right and you're wrong. But, well, uh, I, yeah, uh, I don't know. Well. I'm not sure what I want. <laughs> I, I like to buy some more real estate cheaply. Well, yeah, this, this is true. I want, want some targets, right? But, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know. Uh, well, Jonathan, this is always fun, folks. He has a playlist on this channel with hundreds and hundreds of hours talking about all things multifamily. Um, it's, it's, been a, it's been a joy to speak with him every week. Where can people find you? Yeah, so if you would like to join my investor list, please Google Two Bridges Asset Management LLC and fill out the form, and I'll add you to the list. Uh, if you would like to uh, get coaching from me about how to do real estate investments yourself, uh, whether you want to do the syndicated what, syndications or you just want to learn how to do it right, like buy deals correctly, underwrite deals correctly, it's a very, very affordable program. Uh, you can go to multifamilylaunchpad.org slash join. Uh, and then the last thing is if you would just like to be part of the conversation in my Facebook group, which has got about 12,000 folks in it, uh, nice. you can go to Multifamily Investment Community on Facebook. Awesome. Thanks, Jonathan. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.